0: Rush is back. Hour number two. Teddy Lehman here. Travis Davidson up in Tulsa. Connor hanging out in studio with me. Marvin Mims off to the NFL. Dylan Gabriel tweeting some lock emojis with some weird little Russian dude in the picture as well. uh, On some uh, transfer portal guys. So, don't know what that means, but... Uh, probably means he's looking for a new number one wide receiver out there, or at least some guys to come in and and help. Um, you know that some of the other news out there. Jordan Whittington from Texas says he's coming back. Um, that's a big get for them. And um, our number one guy is gone. TCU's number one guy is gone. Uh, Oklahoma State's number one guy is gone. I think right was uh, Presley was their number one guy. Or he's, he, no. hadn't, he hadn't announced that, or he hadn't left, has no, he?
1: Brent, Brennan Presley is their number one right. guy. He is he's coming staying. back. Um, but they're, I believe they're second, third, and fourth all left. and then they, But they're brought in a wide receiver from Washington State that apparently they like.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to look different at wide receiver in the Big 12 next year. So, we'll see who uh, ends up king of the hill. Um, we're kind of all over the board on who we thought. Connor, you said Jill Farouk, which I think, it's pretty good. Um Travis, you're saying you think a transfer guy and, and you hope it's the start event kid from Cal who had a huge year. Um he had more touchdowns than Marvin Mims did this year. He's got some good size to him, six three guy, two hundred pounds. Um, you know, I I'm saying it's Nick Anderson. He's already on roster, was injured all season, but the uh, the accolades from the coaches continued to pour in on him, so we're kind of all over the place. We got an established guy for root. We've got a transfer portal guy, and then we've got a, a guy on roster that, gosh, I don't know, has he caught a pass? Did he catch one pass this year or something like that? So,
1: yeah,
0: we're all over the place, gentlemen.
1: D- well, DJ we- DJ Graham's name is getting mentioned some too here in the text line
0: for the well. Listen, he's going to try and he's going to factor in, you know, I'm sure, and try and get some run at wide receiver. It would be really difficult for me to to go from a guy that switched positions from defense, as far as I know, didn't get on the field at all at wide receiver this year, to go in and be the number one wideout for next year. That would be quite the leap. Perhaps he does it. It would be off of at least my radar at this point.
1: Yeah, and we've actually uh, we've made another offer uh, Teddy on wide receiver Andrell Anthony has been I mean he's been getting offers left and right. I mean on Twitter it's it's like if you have, if you have his notifications on today then your phone's probably dead. Um, everybody is after this guy. He is 6'2", 190. Um, he's a Michigan guy went to East Lansing. Um, he hopped in the portal, had a big uh, freshman year. Um, specifically, the game against Michigan State went for 155 and two touchdowns. Um, but really, this year he didn't see the field a ton, and he was dealing with a bit of an ankle injury that kept him out of the semifinal game. But you know, his production dipped a little bit. But even the coaches had said, you know, we're trying, we need to get him the ball more. He reminds us a lot of Braylon Edwards. You know, we need to get him the ball. Need to get him the ball. Well, this is kind of what happens in 2023 if you keep on saying you need to get the guy the ball and you don't well he'll go find somebody to give him the ball so uh talented talented kid um like i said had a really big freshman year and so he might be i mean oklahoma's offered him so it's clear they have interest so um yeah they've had a lot of wide receiver offers go out
0: so you're telling me that you can go to someone's twitter page and turn a notification on for that person specifically, and every time they tweet, or even what, even if someone tweets them or they like something, you it comes to your phone.
1: Yeah, so you can turn on their tweet notifications. You can either go live anytime they go live with a video, which used to be a thing, right? Um, or anytime they tweet. So it's right. It's the bell icon that's right next to their uh, like up by the following and all that kind of stuff and you can just hit all tweets and then anytime that person tweets it you'll get a notification god we're just Hasbollah tweet notifications we yeah. should be on more often man you would <laughs> you would just you'd be a renaissance man
0: if you made an emoji that like um like took the like if you could make an emoji of waterboarding that's what the Twitter notifications tab should look like. <laughs> if I want to be waterboarded with uh, notifications from someone else's Twitter, uh, that's what I would click. That sounds miserable to me.
1: Yeah, you can't have it on for people that are just, like, tweeting like crazy, right? I mean, anything big news-wise, like, if you're expecting big news from somebody, like— I, I turned it on during, uh, like during the Peyton Bowen saga, right? Like I wanted to see, like, hey, if he tweets that, you know, the actual OU announcement, I want to actually see it and get notified. Um, I had Marvin Mims. Like anytime I'm expecting an announcement of some kind um, or if there's a recruit that I know is maybe about to pop, I'll turn his on. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I, can't, I can't. I only have like two or three people that I keep notifications on for uh, all the time who um i have ou football um i have brandon drum uh and i have k ref sports
0: nice what about you connor
1: i got k ref and parker thune i have two look at that i Shout know out it's to crazy uh, it's crazy how you can do that wow you but then again are... i don't have my twitter notification like i don't have my notifications on like for likes and all that kind of stuff. I just have it for if a, a specific account tweets something, but if somebody like likes one of my tweets, I don't I don't get notified, you know, unless I open the app and go to my notifications.
0: I want a I want a self-destruct option. I want to be able to click a a self-destruct button to where if this person sends a tweet out my phone blows up or melts down and is no longer usable, and I'll I'll never be able to see it.
1: You want me to – I mean, we could holler at Elon. You know, that might be (laughs) – I mean, word is that some of his cars have that option. Uh, I've seen a couple of them on fire. So um, I'm sure that he's he's willing to try that out with Twitter.
0: Man. Uh, And I see someone trying to give me a hard time here. Holy crap. Teddy is closing the gap between him and the two old men at another station. It's like explaining technology to your grandparents. I know what it is. I'm just, I'm confused as to why someone would do it. That's my thing. My whole goal in life is to be able to no longer have a cell phone or a Twitter account. That is where I'm trying to get. And I'm close. It's a matter of time. I'll be there and I'll be able to just step away from everything. It's going to be amazing. Um, proudly have both of you on notifications. I don't, Connor and Travis, I'm guessing, because
1: I don't I'm tweet guessing, that much. I'm guessing. Well, that's that's probably why they have you on notifications. They think anytime <laughs> Teddy tweets, it must be must quite be the something. event. I, I do. Speak. I do it to stay on top of recruiting. That's the only yeah. reason why I.
0: Well, it makes sense when, especially like transfer portal stuff, and but here's the thing. I know that guys like you are staying on top of things. So whenever you tweet it out, it just, it, it's it's going to show up in my timeline anyways. That's my thing. But, all right, we've got – let's put the notifications on on Sturt event at, out at Cal, right? Put the start of, uh, the uh, notifications on for him and for the Bowling Green kid. Hopefully if we get an announcement coming if, yeah, in.
1: Yeah, if, if you all are looking for – J Michael uh, start a van on Twitter. It's J Mike M I K E underscore zero four. So
0: from the nine hundred one. Teddy, turn on your notifications for Jim Traber. Can you imagine if I got notified via cell phone every time Jim Traber said someone was horrible and should be fired? My phone. You need would, a battery backup. It would. I'd have to have it plugged into to the wall the entire day. They're horrible. They're pathetic. They should be fired. Yeah, it's that would be what the notification would be, too. That would be my uh, my little ringer. So, not happening.
1: Yeah, and allegedly, Traber's not on Twitter. So, uh, um, for reasons, I suppose. But, yeah, so that might have to be on another app. Maybe Instagram. Teddy, maybe you're more of an Instagram guy. You just don't know it yet. Hmm. Teddy, someone said, Teddy, if I wasn't still banned, I'd have <laughs> you on notifications. <laughs>
0: Banned, huh? Okay, I'm. I'm just. I'm hoping you don't don't get swept up in a uh, in a second round of January six um, arrests that are coming around. Perhaps I don't know. Is that why you got banned? Who knows? Either that or maybe aggravating someone. Who knows? Um, Tesla slander. Did you slander Tesla, Travis? That's what I'm seeing here.
1: Well, it, the Elon joke about. You know him being in charge of Twitter and then having a self-destruct button and maybe one or two videos being out there of Tesla's uh, catching fire. so um yeah, you know I, I I tell you what man Tesla's got some some loyal uh some loyal uh, disciples, if you will so i I made sure to be clear that uh, I was just joking everybody mm-hmm. don't don't stick Elon on me if if anybody would like to gift me a Tesla or anything for me to prove that I'm all right with it. Um, contact my DMs. I'll uh, I'll let you know where to drop it off.
0: Are you are you telling me that Elon Musk has a uh like a just a button somewhere where he can suicide you in a Tesla vehicle if you uh, <laughs> if you talk trash on it? It I'm, just it just like goes spontaneous combustion for the car.
1: I cannot confirm nor deny because I don't know. Um, but... did you
0: see that story? Was it yesterday or the day before? Where someone drove the tesla off a 250 foot cliff the yeah
1: and everybody survived and now he's like facing attempted murder
0: yeah Uh, dad was trying to kill his whole family and the car (laughs) went off a cliff and everyone survived so um he could have just asked he could have just said this tesla sucks and elon could have you know blown it up so right
1: he should have said the magic words yeah
0: well um I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mims has gone, transfer portal perhaps going to get a little bit more lively uh with the wide receiver position. We still got to make moves at offensive line. Still expecting some moves to happen at defensive line and and maybe a couple of other, you know, positions sprinkled in there as well. Um we'll see what happens. Uh you know, at this point, I think with any of the top guys, it's obvious and everyone knows it nil is going to be a factor so we'll see what oklahoma is able to do on that so um let's hit a quick timeout the texts are flying in right now we'll have to get to some on the other side keep hitting us up 651-3439 hour number two rolls on next rush is back teddy Lehman here travis davidson In Tulsa, Connor in studio with myself. 651-3439. Josh Ellison also in the transfer portal. And uh, um, seeing some text come in that Ellison is in the portal. Does that mean we have somebody else coming in? Not necessarily, because I think they already have room for six to eight roster spots at the moment. So... I don't think it was, hey, we have to wait on a defensive lineman to leave before we take another defensive lineman. And I I feel like that maybe Ellison is one that they knew was coming or uh, maybe there had been rumors for, for that for some time.
1: Yeah, he had announced uh, a while back that he had planned on entering the portal, but he didn't yet. Um, so he played in the bowl game, probably get some more tape out there, and then he finally entered. So th- this move has been – he, he had said it for a while now.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you think Theo Weiss is regretting his decision to transfer now that Marvin Mims is gone? No, I don't. Um, I think Theo Weiss was, was probably headed out the door. And, you know, I, I think Theo Weiss has a – I think he's a, already a really good wide receiver. And I think he has a chance to be excellent. And, you know, I – I've got no problem with him transferring. I think uh, a change in scenery perhaps could do him a lot of good. Former five star, um, you know, he's got a ton of talent. He's got some good size to him. You know, he just for whatever reason it was, he had a hard time making a connection with Dylan Gabriel. So
1: well, and he had entered the portal last year and ended up coming back. So, I mean it it was a thought that had it, that had been out there before. So, yeah, this it definitely feels like just a just a change of scenery type situation. Very similar to what Hazelwood did.
0: Trayber's being vindicated with every word. Good. Text him and tell him about it. He'll love that. It's His favorite thing is when people tell him he's right. Um gave props to your knowledge of the game. You and Gabe also hmm, don't know what that is in they're, reference well, they're to. They're talking about
1: Robert Allen. Um the uh, Mike Gundy's mouthpiece, I, I shouldn't say that. I should say OSU sideline reporter um, Robert Allen was on with Toby this morning saying yeah. how good of a job you guys do. He was talking about some of the OSU transfers and whatnot and um, he was the one that wrote the article um, saying how you know Gundy was totally in the right when he threatened that media member's credentials and called him, Names and this, that, and the other uh, after the bowl game.
0: Oh, I see. Um, what's going on there? I've, is is the pressure heating up on on Mike Gundy? Uh, or the <laughs> it sounds like the fans are starting to get restless, right?
1: Nah, I mean, I I, I don't think I think he's uh, I think he's unhooked the pressure gauges um, in Stillwater. I don't. I, I think he's got more job security than any coach in America. Uh, and I think, I don't know. I mean, you're seeing guys leave and and a lot of guys that are productive. I mean, they, I was reading you the numbers yesterday. Remember all the production that they, I mean, rushing and receiving that's leaving and tackling that's leaving, quarterbacks leaving. There's some pretty verified uh, smoke at least that Spencer tried to come back and then You know, Gundy said, "No, you can't come back." And then that's why some of the other wide receivers left. So, but I don't know. I don't know. He his recruiting class is obviously not. It's actually, I think, maybe his worst recruiting class he's ever had, uh, rankings wise, and still, or at least in the bottom few. Um, I admittedly don't don't recall every single recruiting ranking of Gundy's career. But yeah, it'll be interesting, Teddy, next year to see what. I mean, if he rolls out there and has five wins, you know what? What does that do? What does that? What does that look like?
0: Well, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know enough about Oklahoma State to to have much of a guess on what next season looks like for them. Um, but I can see enough outgoing production and and know that what, I, their game is to try and get old and experienced once every handful of years and make a really nice run. And they've been great at that. Uh, but they've never had a a purge of talent and production like they've gone through since the season ended. And I just don't know that they're going to be able to replace that many guys and, and have success uh, – it's going to be a massive rebuilding year next year, unless they come up with some stars, um, you know, somewhere that that I don't know about, and that's that's definitely possible. I don't know their roster all that good, but you know, typically it, it's more the experience that gets them over the hump than it is just the outright talent.
1: Yeah, they're going to need some some stars, but here's the thing: Oklahoma State, thanks to Mike Gundy. I don't want this to turn into me hating Mike Gundy, you know, segment or whatever, but thanks to Mike Gundy. Oklahoma State is a destination that has put some, off, especially offensive players, uh, into the NFL. You've seen what their wide receivers uh, have been able to do. Um, You know, some defensive players that have done well there recently. So, I mean, if you're, you know, if if you want to go into a spot and if you're a quarterback and say, hey, you know what, I want to be QB1. Uh, that could be available, or if I want to be RB1 or even wide receiver 2, or, you know, if I want to start as a corner somewhere and play in the Big 12, you know, uh, you know, Big 12's got a national championship uh, um, participant. So, yeah. you know, we're no slouches in this conference. There's no doubt about that. So I think there is still value uh, going to Oklahoma State. I just, with the way Gundy has approached, at least publicly, how he feels about the portal, um, calling it, uh, you know, Talking about how transfers are snowflakes and everything like that from a couple of years ago. It's just I don't know. It, it's been interesting, and I'm not sure how much longer Gundy wants to coach.
0: Yeah. Well, probably as long as the five and a half, six million dollars he makes continues to show up in the in the mailbox.
1: I think he's seven and a half now.
0: Is that much? <sighs> yeah. Speaking
1: speaking of money, uh, our our boy Beamer got a big raise. Yeah, which good for him
0: rightfully so. Yeah. A Couple of really really good years from him. Um and you know they continue to to do well recruiting. Um he's got great buy-in from his players. We'll see where it goes for him. Yeah. What he's he's still in on that kid we were talking about yesterday, right? Harbor, Nicholas Harbor.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's in on him. So, I mean, he he's done great. They've he's finished above where the experts and I'm using air quotes for those of you uh, uh, that can't tell the the tone, but where all the experts had you know South Carolina picked the last two years. Oh, he, by experts,
0: I think you mean Tyler, because um, <laughs> that was a constant uh, conversation between me and Tyler about where they were going to finish.
1: I mean, but everybody, I mean, they picked them you know to finish one of the last place teams in the in the SEC and whatnot, and you know Beamer's done well, and he'll let you hear about it too. I yeah. mean he's got some good press conference uh sound bites there's no doubt about that.
0: Yeah. Well, um Yeah, he's he's done well. We'll see what happens with Oklahoma State. I I am uh I've I've been shocked with what's gone on there and there's no real smoking gun that anyone can point to as to why exactly it's happening, right? It's just kind of maybe uh, poor timing, and, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's something boiling under the surface there that's that's got everyone uh, abandoned and shipped, but I don't well, know. Well, the
1: reporters are shook. They don't want to lose their access.
0: Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> the next time, you know, if, if Gundy had a – and this is not his fault, but if he had a press conference right now, they'd be asking him, like, you know, what he did for Christmas and New Year's, not why is everyone entering the the transfer portal. Like right, what's your oh. favorite what's your favorite uh you know, Christmas dessert that you had or something like that. And he'd spend twenty minutes talking about that because he knows that's that's uh it, it's easy for him to to have a couple of those statements and avoid all the difficult things.
1: Well, and I mean, you. I think we talked about it this year, especially it. It seemed like his press conferences turned more into a stand-up comedy routine because he's always had good sound bites, you know, that people can run with, like the "I'm a man, I'm 40, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, but this season specifically, it was like, "Good Lord!" Like this guy at the Improv, what's going on here?
0: Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Gundy wants the buy. This is text line. Gundy wants the buyout uh, when he forces OSU to fire him. Uh, he wants out. Yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know if he necessarily wants out, but he does kind of give off the vibe that well, if you want to fire me and pay me, go ahead and do it. I got no problem with that. Oh I'll just, yeah, I'll be out at the out the farm.
1: Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, he's this. I mean, he talks about his his farm and his turtles and all this. About I mean, this isn't a situation. I, at least I don't think where it's like this guy needs. To get paid seven and a half million dollars a year to pay his bills, like I don't think he's got a garage full of Bugattis that you know he's got to make sure that he pays down and that he's you know like I don't think I don't think that's a situation. I think he's got, uh, and part of the reason that I think he's been so likable, especially to a lot of you know Oklahomans, is that he seems like a pretty low key guy. You know, get out, get some land. Uh, you know, tend to some animals, that kind of... I I don't think he's a real high-maintenance, high-cost kind of guy. So, I think given the option, he'd say, yeah, buy me out, I'm done.
0: Which, I I agree with everything that you just said, but I think it's stupid. What is the point in working your tail off uh, all hours of the day to make seven and a half million years or seven and a half million dollars a year if you're not going to have a garage full of exotic cars and nice things. Like, what the hell is the point?
1: I mean, land is land is very expensive. And my favorite Will Rogers quote, buy land because they aren't making any more of it. So maybe that's where he's putting his money. But also, I, I guess I kind of have to buck back on the working his tail off every day. Uh, I think what we've seen and heard from Gundy over these last couple of years is—I'm uh, not sure he's—he's he's breaking the sweat that he once was well, when he was uh, an up-and-coming 40-year-old. But to well, your here's point, the thing, though: I if wasn't... I made that money, if I made that money, oh, you better believe I would have—I would have a car for every every day of the week. And I've, Teddy, I've thought about this for a while. I think what I might do is I might just get a license plate that says like Wednesday.
0: Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah.
1: and and then I'll drive it around. And this is, you know. I can't afford to have the seven cars right now. So I think I'll just get the Wednesday license plate because if if somebody drives by you on a Monday and you've got a Wednesday license plate, they're like, Oh, okay, I don't know if it's maybe he's a fan of the Adams family or something like that. But if they see you driving a car on Wednesday and it has a Wednesday plate, they're like, Oh my god, that guy that guy's just driving Wednesday's car. That's incredible. So Well, you
0: could just get seven plates um <laughs> It just legal? and just you change... have that
1: many plates uh, registered to one car.
0: Ah, oh, who cares? You know, just have the if it's Sunday, you put the Sunday plate on.
1: And I wasn't. This is not legal advice, by the way, to right. all the listeners. This is not legal advice. No,
0: it is. Go do it. Go get seven <laughs> seven plates and change them out on your car daily. Uh, but I wasn't talking necessarily about just Gundy. I'm talking about all of the coaches in college football. What's the point? I always say this. This is one of the reasons head coach in college football sucks as a job. It never stops. It's year round. Like in the NFL, there's an offseason and they check out for a while. Right. And they start to they do their NFL draft prep and stuff like that, but they check out. Um, college, you're on 24 7, 365. You can't ever spend any of the money you make. Right? At some point you're just doing it. Because you're psychotic. That's that's what it has to be because you're not doing it to get to a point where you can retire because no one ever retires. They're almost always forced out at some point and then reluctantly retire. Like yeah, Coach I mean, Stoops is like, like that's not how people typically do it. They do it until they fail somewhere and can't get hired somewhere else.
1: Right. I mean, look at Saban. Like, everybody, everybody is like, man, you're making – you know, you made – Ten million dollars a year, but for what feels like a hundred years. Like, don't you want to retire at some point? And then the po- the notification pops up from you know ESPN or Feldman oh, you or got somebody. a
0: notification for Sabin too, huh? <laughs> wow, <laughs> no, Busy not phone. Nick Saban.
1: I don't think you can do it for keywords, but oh. the notification pops up on the ESPN app or something like that that says Saban agrees to contract extension that will keep him there through twenty forty five or whatever. Right? It's like, God, when is enough enough?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. You got to turn your. I challenge you over the weekend, Travis. All notifications on your phone off. All. Over. I
1: will. Yeah, I will be in. Uh, I will be in Chicago enjoying um, some pizza and steak and a Vikings game. So I will not be. Uh, yeah, I will gladly turn my notifications off.
0: Nice. That's that's going to be cool. All right. Quick time out. More from the Rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line. We'll get to some of those next. Six five one three four three nine. Rush is back. Hour number two. Teddy Lehman here. Hanging out with Connor in the Ref Studios. Travis Davidson joining us from T Town. Marvin Mo- uh, Marvin Mims headed to the NFL Draft. That's the big news of the day. Uh, Josh Ellison, other uh, he's going into the portal. That's the other uh, real news of the day. Uh, defensive lineman jumping into the portal. Um, you know, we here's the thing. I they. I think they've got something going with – either they've got something going or they need to get something going with with defensive line in the transfer portal. They're already fairly light on the position. Um, and I'm talking interior defensive line where Ellison plays. Um, you know, we lo- we're going to lose Jeff Johnson. We're going to lose Ellison. We're going to lose um, – uh, why can I not think of his name? 31. Uh, help Jim me out. Uh, Redmond. We're losing numbers in the interior. The um, Tarber already got in the portal as as the freshman. So numbers are down at defensive line. And we still got some guys, and I think we're fine there, but it would be really nice to add some depth. And if you can get high-level player there, I know we got the Notre Dame kid coming in, and that adds a little bit of depth, but um, defensive line position still something that, I gotta imagine they're they're hunting pretty hard in the transfer portal and working what they can to, to get someone in.
1: You know what's interesting, Teddy, and 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 maybe I should fit myself with a tinfoil hat uh, before I say it, but you know we've seen a lot of why you know before we know what our needs are in the portal, right? Like you'd said, okay, a top end wide receiver, especially now that Mims is gone, but we have been saying that, right? Offensive line depth, we have been saying that. We but really, we wanted to talk about defensive line, like interior defensive line. That is what we need. Well, I don't see a ton of offers going on. Obviously, we already got Lacey in, um, Devon Sears, obviously, who's already visited. Uh, it's down to us, Penn State and Tennessee, for those of you that aren't familiar with him, 6'3", 290, um, out of Texas State. But don't you find it interesting that – we haven't seen many def- interior defensive line offers go out and we know it's perhaps the biggest position of need on the entire team. Would that maybe suggest, Teddy, that we have our eyes on a couple people that aren't in the portal and we're going to put our, all of our eggs into that basket because we know that we'll land them?
0: Maybe. I think that's a, I think that's a good theory. Um, but the first thing I have to ask, though, is this. How do you know that we that we don't have that we haven't seen any defensive line offers?
1: Well, usually they are uh, tweeted out. Um, Oklahoma you know, tweets he, it out. No, not Oklahoma, but they tweet. Blessed, you know, we've all seen the edits. Blessed to be offered by University of Oklahoma. They usually tag, or they usually yeah. have images of a couple former players, or the logo, or the stadium, or whatever. So even That's, portal
0: guys are doing that. That's not just a high school recruit thing.
1: Correct. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think your theory sounds reasonable on there, or um, either either they're they're having conversations with some guys that um, don't care to make any of it public and make some big huge thing about it, Mm -hmm. or they're patiently waiting for um, some names that they expect to jump in that have not yet. Um, we'll see and I trust that they're I trust that they're being patient and you know they got way more information than, than anyone else does and they're going to sit on the stuff that you know that, that can't afford to get out if there, if there is I'm not saying that there is but right. uh, I'm sure that they're they're going to make a move on um, make a move on the defensive line I see someone saying uh, Breezy is on the way it's cool. Just announce it. He already announced he's going to the NFL draft. Uh, defensive lineman out of Clemson, so mm-hmm. he's headed to the NFL draft, right? Yeah. Or am I make, I'm not making that up, right? Didn't he already announce
1: that? Um i I personally did not see an announcement, but I don't think you're wrong on that. I mean, it's it's he's a first round guy. I mean i, I don't I don't expect him to return,
0: right? Um
1: or transfer. That is, I mean, not not. Not at this stage. Maybe at one point he would have, but but not at this stage.
0: Right. Um. Well, I think that they'll. I think they'll. they'll land. Um. They'll land some nice talent at the defensive line position. Um. Uh, I feel pretty strongly about it because there's some guys out there, and you went through the list, that um, that were heavily recruited previously by um by Venables and staff that. That may hit the portal, and if those guys hit, you got to feel like they they've got a a good chance at maybe bringing some of those guys in. Um, I saw someone text: uh, Is Ellison the guy you mentioned yesterday that may enter uh, the portal? But wouldn't mention his name. No, that is not the person that uh, that I was talking about. So I'm sure there's there's probably going to be a, maybe there's a handful of names still still on the way, but I think Ellison is one that they they knew was coming. So, I don't think it, it took the coaching right. staff. Yeah, he had surprise. announced.
1: It, it was pretty much common yeah. knowledge for the last couple of weeks, I think. we were, They were just – he had announced that – I think he had actually officially announced that he would right. be entering the transfer portal, but he just yes. hadn't yet. Right. Right.
0: Um, And I saw this. Is Mims News indication that there will be a new wide receiver coach? Um, Thought I heard that he wanted Washington to be the guy. I don't know, but – um. I saw something yesterday, and it, it came across my Twitter a little while ago today. That he tweeted out what never flinch yesterday, and I don't know what that last night. I guess I don't know what that is in reference to. Um, could be about maybe Mims going to the NFL. Could be about uh, the fact that you know he's just signed a new deal to uh, to be the wide receiver coach moving forward. It could be that maybe he's not – I have no idea how to interpret that, but um, that was something that's interesting.
1: Um, there's an Ollie Finch that uh, plays at Troy at wide receiver. Maybe uh, we're going after him, but no, I don't I don't know what that tweet is in reference to. It's – you know, they could – and I know that, you know, coaches are kind of held a little bit differently when, when people are watching their tweets, so everybody thinks it's something that's massively cryptic. Um but I don't think there's anything of substance there. When it comes to talking about wide receiver coach, though, I do think that, you know, some of the commits really like L.D. Washington. Uh, I think it, at absolute bare minimum he's on staff. Now, whether that means we try and make a big swing for for Malcolm Kelly after he, le- after he wins a national championship, um, uh, you know, who knows. He just brought in JoJo Earl to TCU. You know, through the transfer portal, I, you know, I, I think that's kind of usually a good sign that he might be sticking around. Um, there's uh, the Texas Tech wide receiver coach. Um, you know, there, there's been discussions about him maybe coming over. There's some, there's some Twitter follow. I don't know if you're a big Twitter follow, you know, breadcrumbs type of guy, Teddy, but you know, he's been following some OU targets. Um, you know, the Texas Tech guy, and so. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I could be convinced either way, but I know that they don't want to upset the commits or the or the wide receivers that really like LD Washington.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's not uh, it's not easy to it's not an easy situation to navigate. I'm I'm sure that you know a lot, if not all of the wide receivers in that room have a ton of respect for him and want to play for him and would love to see him stay. Um, you know, and you know, it's hard for me. I just, I don't know, I don't know how good he he is as a recruiter. I don't know how good he is as a coach. I just, I have no idea. So, I really don't have much of a say or opinion on the matter. Um, I think, you know, Coach Venable's obviously can evaluate that on his own, and probably gets the the input from from Jeff Lebby as the offensive coordinator as well on that, and. You know, if he feels like he's got a shot at getting someone better, then, you know, he'll probably make that move. If he feels like he stumbled across a diamond in the rough and uh, Washington's going to turn into or already is an amazing coach, well, then probably stick with that. I have no idea. I have no clue. So.
1: Yeah, and I, I imagine whether it's one way or another, I'm I'm guessing the Marvin Mims decision will expedite that.
0: Yeah, probably so. All right, got to hit a timeout. Quick break. More from the Rush coming up. We will wrap up our number two next. Rush is back. Teddy Lehman here, Travis Davidson in T-Town. Connor hanging out in studios with myself. 651 on the text line. Wrapping up our number two. News of the day. Marvin Mims headed to the National Football League question now what happens at wide receiver who's going to be the number one um is Marvin mims replaceable do you think our offense takes a step back next year because of this um is this make the transfer portal more important does it make Oklahoma um, you know a higher value landing spot for some of the top wide receivers out there now that the number one guy is gone continue to let us know what you think on the uh, on the text line now, I'll just say right right away, Mims he, he's done some spectacular things at Oklahoma. He did some spectacular things uh this season. He did some spectacular things in the bowl game. His two catches in the bowl game were both of them were fabulous catches. Um you know, he is uh he, he's been our most dangerous player at wide receiver. He hasn't been as consistent as he could have been. There's plenty of drops there and, and, and some missed opportunities. We all understand that. But, you know, he's he's leaving a void of playmaker, downfield playmaker at wide receivers. So, like, I think eventually we're going to be just fine there. But I it's an unknown. I, I like Farouk. Farouk's got some some really good upside. But up to this point, just hasn't proven yet to be as dangerous as a downfield wide receiver as Marvin Mims is. So we're kind of just we're going off of assumption at this point and just trying to predict what may happen. Um, you know, a, a, a player like Mims, whenever they leave, he I think he can be replaced, but it's no guarantee who that's going to be. Right. And it's no guarantee that it will happen. Now, I think that we'll we'll be just fine. And in you know the passing game will be okay, and will whoever whoever has the opportunity to step in and fill that void, they will. That's just you know that's how college football works. And you know there's been a lot of great players into the draft, and we've we've continued to do pretty good. You know even if you just want to boil it down to wide receivers. so um, I think there's some opportunities, some guys on the roster. There's some transfer portal guys out there that may take a, a second or, or deeper look at Oklahoma. Um, Dylan Gabriel's back, and Dylan Gabriel's numbers. I know a lot of people at Oklahoma were not really impressed by his numbers for some reason, but you know he was still what uh, I think second in the Big 12 statistically at quarterback uh, with the with the numbers that he put up. So yeah, uh, threw for over three thousand yards, pretty impressive. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We got hour number three next.